I used to believe breakfast was important. And it, it kind of makes sense in some way. Like, if, I, if you're going to have a big meal and, you know, have, have it for breakfast and you've got the rest of the day to... Like, the worst thing you want to do is eat a big meal and then go immediately to bed. I that was, ain't good. I seldomly cook breakfast. I'm, I'm not really a breakfaster. But uh, this morning I woke up at not my normal home and I uh, had some bacon and I was going to make it. And uh, I found out very quickly that the smoke detector at this Airbnb I was staying in was incredibly sensitive. And I don't know how you like your bacon, if, if you even like it at all. Um, but my preference for bacon is uh, I want to be able to hold on to one end of it and have it be um, erect. Like, I want to be able to hold on to one end and, and keep... Head straight line. Or not floppy. What's the opposite of not floppy? I'm just saying, you didn't need to make it into a dick joke. <laughs> I, I was, I was, it's the first word that came to my mind for stiff, I guess. <laughs> I want my bacon to be rigid. How about that? I prefer my bacon, I'll, I'll use an engineering term, I prefer my bacon to be rigid. I want to be able to hold on to one end of it and have it stay rigid. Zero, zero floppiness up and down. And that means you have to cook it longer. I like my bacon yeah. to be a little bit overcooked. And, um, the amount of smoke that I filled this Airbnb with set up the fire alarm, and then uh, I immediately got a call and a message on Airbnb from from the people being like, "Hey, uh, is everything okay? Should we uh, send the send people over?" And I'm like, "No, I'm just cooking bacon. I'm so sorry." You're gonna take your B and B deposit. I hope not. Why were you at an Airbnb? Oh man, dude. I've had, I know that, uh, so we didn't have a show last week, and that's uh-huh. um, mostly my fault. Uh, even though you're the one who's across the world, it's, it's definitely mostly my fault. And that's because um, I've been, I've had a crazy January. I think that I, I think that I worked every day from January 3rd until Thursday. It was like 20 something days straight. And, um, at the end of the day on Wednesday, Wednesday was the uh, was the launch of Liquid Plus. And I do not mm-hmm. want to turn this podcast into an ad because I've spent the last two months making ads about Liquid Plus. Um, <laughs> which you'd think like, oh, can you subscribe and then you get all of your all of your videos for free and you can watch Mulan? Um, no, that's Disney Plus. Um, <laughs> but for a second there, I thought this deal was a whole lot bigger than, than you were talking about earlier. What? Anywho, um, yeah, so, so, so Liquid Plus launched on Wednesday, and we did a uh, three-hour live broadcast stream from a studio, which is great and fun, and it was great to see people in work in person, but the build-up to that, plus everything else I've been doing at work, has just been a lot. So um, I intentionally took Thursday and Friday off for a four-day weekend, which I'm right in the middle of right now, and... Um, I did something new, and I'm going to uh, just really, I'm pretty sure that my mom doesn't listen to this, so I'll just go ahead and and say that um, we tried mushrooms. Okay. Um, 
And if that wasn't enough of a clue, if you are listening, Mom, that you should have stopped when I said that, then, I mean, that's on you. You should probably pick up the context clues. And Yeah, you don't want to hear about the orgy that happens afterwards. There was two people there, and I'm pretty sure that, by definition, two people cannot be an orgy. Also, zero orgies, just just, just, to, just to really solidify that. Um, I, 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 I took a four-day weekend. I turned off all notifications on my phone, which is why when I got back home today, I saw like seven messages from Austin. And I'm like, hmm, I probably should have told him I turned off notifications. <laughs> and I wasn't looking at any messaging apps. Sorry about that. Um, we okay. we drove out from Los Angeles to Joshua Tree, which I'm pretty sure is the stereotypical place where you want to go uh, do things like this. And yes, because I'm I'm not uh, somebody who's into any kind of psychedelics, and I know of Joshua Tree. Yes, exactly. That must be very stereotypical if I know about it. From the movies or like, you know, you can kind of drive through like what's kind of Joshua Tree and like GTA 5 a little bit or just like greater Los Angeles knowledge. Um, You go out there and it's kind of like a... Like a like a desert yuppie community of a bunch of people and a bunch of like cool properties, and I think that Airbnb has been a real boom to them because they just like to rent out these these swanky looking houses. So um, we went there, we got a house, we parked, we we checked in, we unlocked the door, unpacked our stuff, and then uh, I we we pulled out this this bag, and for um, I, I I guess to 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 preface some of these questions, um, no. Haven't done mushrooms before. Um, yes, had a lot of questions and experience. Definitely led read probably too much of the subreddit, um, which probably uh-huh. isn't the best. It's either the best or worst way to learn something. I'm going to go with, eh, it was okay. Um, but I had nothing to, like, I, I didn't just want to eat them straight because I'm a child. And the idea of eating mm. things that literally look like they have fungus and mold on them um, is gross. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't have anything to like grind them into a powder with. Like I, I didn't invest in a mortal and pestle. So <laughs> I took the sharpest knife, and mind you, these things are like dry and brittle. And I just start um, like like chopping them up, like I'm like I'm gonna make a nice omelet. Um, and instead of making an omelet, I I, I ate them with a little bit of chocolate oatmeal. <laughs> Okay. And then uh and then the rest of my Thursday happened. Um <laughs> I don't know I don't know what I was quite expecting. Uh but but I ended up having what what I'm going to classify as a, as a mild adventure. Uh okay. it felt like I was a little bit stoned. Uh a, a little bit happier than normal but i mean my base level for happy is actually miserable so anything above miserable is probably like an improvement right um and and like i i wasn't like uh like like really there were no visuals there was no like debilitating thoughts or or, or, or like laughter nothing that was like too crazy the way it, it felt pretty it felt pretty mild but there was uh things that i was just super keyed into like um like i felt like my hearing had never been better than it was for those two hours like i can hear a bird take a shit two miles away (laughs) i'm like wow that's cool any other superpowers well i i think that i think that 
you know, wh- what it was all feeding into was just like my, I, I, I really wanted a lot of sensory input. So, uh-huh. so, so, so the auditory was pretty noticeable. Um, there was a lot of things that had interesting textures by me, be it like lamps or floors or the sand. I just wanted to like touch stuff and feel it and uh-huh. stuff just kind of felt good. Um, I sound I sound so uh, stereotypical right now, and I'm realizing this story isn't interesting. Oh, Joe, you tried <laughs> mushrooms. What did you do? Well, I heard really well, and I wanted to touch things. Yes. So, <laughs> I had a mild adventure. I just like touching things. I just like touching things. Um, I, similar to, to my hands, I felt, like, hyper aware of my feet. Like, between, like, walking around outside on the sand, like, I really felt like I felt all the gravel underneath underneath my mm. shoes and uh like i can hear it really well i really appreciated the crunch um and that was that was really it it, it probably lasted for about i'd say 90 minutes um, 90 minutes okay 90 minutes so I, th- I think it was also relatively short uh it was two grams for anyone keeping track at home on their scorecard and uh that was and and then afterwards it was like oh hey i guess we should cook dinner and that that was the extent of it. I I I kind of uh, went in there expecting like to be a bit debilitated for like the rest of the day or eight hours, but I ended up just having like a couple hours of really liking to hear things. They had a record player in the Airbnb, and that was great. At first, I put on a I put on a Nirvana record. And did I'm you touch like, the grooves? Oh, dude, I did touch the grooves of the record. I did. T- I did touch the. I I wish I I should have. There's taken- so many of them. There really are. Uh, I really I should have taken pictures of all the different things, all the interesting surfaces that I was touching, just so that I can, in retrospect, either feel like an idiot or show them to you. <laughs> but like they just had so many things that had cool surfaces, um, and uh, and and yeah, that was that was uh that was that was Thursday, and there was a hot tub. The hot tub was nice. Mm-hmm. I ended up like. Walking around the desert, definitely naked at like midnight. That felt nice, a little liberating. But not on mushrooms, just regular. No, old yeah, no, that, that 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 was just like that was a couple ciders. So, <laughs> um, wow, I should have told that story in my head first before I sent it to you and and recorded, so I could have made it better. Um, it wasn't. So what you do on Friday? <laughs> I was the rest of your your day like your vacation. I played. Uh, I, I I I watched a little TV. I, wa- I watched some uh, some movies passively with with Nick, my roommate, and then I uh, played the entirety of uh, Ori and the Blind Forest, uh, which is about seven hours. So so I knocked it all out in one day. I took a nap. Uh, I cooked. Is some- that good? some ribeyes i liked it i like hollow knight exponentially more so i'm interested if i'm gonna actually play or excuse me the new ori will o wisps i'm gonna toss it on my backlog but uh i i didn't walk out of blind forest like with the same euphoria that i think a lot of people have maybe that's the theme of the weekend is that like i never didn't quite hit those that euphoric highs that that, that was expected as stuff and then um there, there were some movies that I watched I'd never seen before because I mean I never watch movies anyways but like I we watched or I guess my roommate watched and I was passively watching Zodiac like 
the the movie about the Zodiac Killer. And afterwards, I decided to just, you know, go out by myself in the middle of the desert in the hot tub and uh, not completely sober and be like, wow, this was not the movie to watch before. <laughs> Being alone yeah. in a desert. Yeah. I'm like, I'm so vulnerable. People can come from any angle. So that was wild. Yeah, that guy was about to teach you the, the sin of gluttony. Just have you starve in the desert. And then I watched um, Lost in Translation, which is a movie that I think a lot of people like, but I didn't understand why people like it. So if there's any Lost in Translation stands. So if anyone has advice on uh, uh, mushrooms or why they like Lost in Translation, let me know. Because I'm confused about both of those things after this weekend. And then, just just to round out the weekend story, my dude, um, I, I, I built a lamp today after I drove back because that felt like I could use of my time. And it shows up really poorly on camera, but but this this whole this whole stick right here, this whole stick right here, is, it's just it's just a lamp. There's, there, 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 there's, a, there's lights on the other side. Mm-hmm. They, they change colors. That's it. I I have noticed your background changing colors. Yes. I saw I saw a similar one on uh, Etsy and a couple of websites for two hundred dollars, and I'm like, I can make that. So I bought I bought a, some Hue string lights. And then I went to Home Depot and bought some PVC and painted it. And now I have a lamp. And that's and that's the story. Um, man, I'm... We're both tired, but like opposite ends of the tired spectrum. Mm-hmm. I was like 10 minutes away from falling asleep before you said, yeah, I can, I can, I can hang out. <laughs> and And you, my friend really do look like you just woke up and potentially didn't sleep well uh well i didn't sleep well i have been up for about two hours now i think i slept about six last night maybe less so not feeling great i was in a bad mood yes yesterday was my day off i got into a bad mood yesterday oh no and, and then uh, i woke up this morning and couldn't go back to sleep so my bad mood is now continuing I did wake up in time to get my breakfast somewhat fresh, uh, which is a um, slice of ham and some bread and cheese. That's that's the breakfast that is uh, delivered here at the hotel. So uh, you have a ham and cheese sandwich that's just not put together. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's basically what it is. Oh, man. Well. And some oats. Can't forget about your oats. Do you just, you just put those in your mouth? Yeah, I, uh, I I treat him like I'm a horse. I just stick my tongue out, and let the moisture collect the oats for me. I like to imagine I'm an anteater, you know. I'm just nah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna go to work today. Fortunately, we've got T Governor. T Governor is going to be joining the show, so I don't have to work start to finish every single day that I'm working. So 
That's good. So it's been it's been a couple weeks now, right? And uh-huh. we we haven't talked much about this, but but my outside opinion, just by like casually keeping track of matches or what's going on, is that and I, is it they they understaffed a little bit because it seems like games well, are going really long or days are going really long. Okay, so this is this is a bunch of problems all, all coming together at the same time. Uh, so Fog to BSJ didn't make it in, right? So that naturally means that they cannot work as much as we can, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's like you know they could be there for the the panel, like one of them could be there for the panel, and one of them can co-cast, but like ultimately it means that the rest of us are working every single series. If we are working, we're working every single series. We still have uh, Kyle and I have. Um, trade-off in having one one day off a week to two days off a week, um, and then everybody else has two days off a week. And um, and so every single day we go in, we have to like, so we usually get um, we get in the shuttle at 12 and then probably don't get back past midnight. So every day is like, you know, about 12 hour 12 hour more work day. Uh, except for Mondays and Thursdays. Mondays and Thursdays are when we only do one best of three. So that's actually a lot shorter. That's like six hours of work. But um, yeah, I, it's just, you know, been working a lot. Um, and we, we also, the days are going long. And that's a Valve thing because Valve, okay. So the idea Valve had was, okay, DPC, look at the calendar. Every single hour that goes by, there's some sort of match going on, right? There are these blocks. Southeast Asia is going on right now. C, C, okay, now it's it's CIS, CIS, CIS. Now South America, South America, South America. Oh, the day's over, but guess what? C starting up again, or China starting up this time. China, 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 Europe, Europe, Europe. All right. So the idea being that at any time, you can go ahead, I'm going to watch some Dota. Check out the schedule. There's always match going on. You know, there's always something that you can plan for. I'm going to get off work at 5 p.m. At 6 p.m., my time, fucking secret versus OG's happening. That's fucking hype. I'm going to make sure I sit down on my couch with a pizza and watch secret versus OG. That is feasible if, like every other esports league out there, when you have these round robin dealios with scheduled times, you do them in best of ones or two game series. Because obviously, a best of three and its time can vary dramatically, particularly in Dota, right? So Valve left three hours for every single match. But as people should be well aware by now, Dota can go an hour and a half for a best of three, or it can go five hours for a best of three. Those are like very feasible, like real possibilities. High variance. High variance to go to best of three. Just individual game time goes over an hour, like one in every like 10 games, let's say. So, you know, you possibility of that happening twice in a series and it going to game three, you know, that's a very real possibility. You throw on the draft on top of that, 
that's obviously, you know, like just draft and game time. If you want to do an hour in series, you've got to have a draft dress like 10, 15 minutes. And then your game time can't be longer than than 45 to make an hour. But obviously there's like in between panels, there's scheduled commercial times that have to happen. Everybody complains about commercials. That's a Twitch thing. Okay, that's that's another problem. Is that Valve are like doing these concrete? You must start the the uh, the game cannot start until this time. No matter what's happened with the series before it, but also you can't have any overlapping games. So CIS goes late with the lower division match. The CIS upper division match cannot start until that lower division match is done. Even if you're not casting it, even if you know the the tournament organizer isn't following that, they still cannot start their series on time and you can't catch up on time because even if you have one of those short series you have to wait to start the next series right so those those are all problems then on top of that twitch is 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 a problem for tournament organizers for the last uh, year or so where their new commercial thing is that you have to do you have to in these contracts most of these tournament organizers do five to six to seven minutes of commercial time per hour. Um, that That's what is in their contract with Twitch. But Twitch has now made it so it has to be broken it up. You cannot do more than, like, I think three minutes at a time. So, so that's why it feels like there's so many ads and why we go to break so often where it's like we finish up the game, we immediately toss to a commercial, we come back, break the game down, immediately toss to another commercial because we have to break up the commercial segment. Which is, you know, obviously just creates more time that a series takes because, you know, if it was six minutes, just six minutes, then that's that's all it's going to be. But there's a build up time, throw to commercial, after post commercial, a little bit of panel time. You know, like obviously there's there's added variables when you split things up. So, eh, you know. It sounds like you're definitely learning a lot about what all the problems are, and there's going to be able to be like a great write up on everything that is making your life sad. Are they allowing uh, different leagues to step over each other? Like, I know that you're in a situation where, like, SSE, or, I'm sorry, CIS can't really overlap EU because it's the same studio, right? But can SEA overlap EU yes. if it has to? Yes. That's the, Okay, so some of these things don't really make a whole lot of sense to me. Okay. First of all, uh, not giving the tournament organizers, the broadcasters, the power to be able to speed up the schedule when possible. Okay, That that doesn't make any sense for me because obviously that would just make for a better broadcast. It just would. No, Nobody likes to see a 40-minute fucking break happening. Like, uh, viewers don't like it. Broadcasters don't like it. Uh, and then on top of that, it's like... Um, so this whole idea of like, oh, you can't like overlap at all, even if you're not covering that, like the CIS lower division, that's going to take four hours. We have to wait for that four hours to start. Even though we start our show, we do our opener, like every single day we do our opener and on the side, we're watching the, the, the whatever lower division match is happening and just, just hoping that it goes to 2-0 because the second game is happening while we're doing our opener. Our opening panel, our opening segment, then we go to break. We do our pregame uh, of like, hey, this is the series that's coming up. Let's break that down. 
And then we go to another break, and that next break might be 40 minutes because, oh, turns out it's a series went 1-1. We're going to a game three, and shocker, we've gone over the, the time limit, you know? We've gone over that three hours. It happens almost every single day at this what point. Are you so doing? we always start late. What are you doing for those 40 minutes that you're starting late? Like, are you guys getting back on broadcast and just like... No. Uh, we, we Like, they will tell us, you know, fill as much as you can. But then eventually we just go to, uh, to go to a commercial break and then play 40 minutes of, uh, of uh, music and, and ads. So... We're we're not feeling that time. There's and then you no can sit time. there also, right? Like, I mean, I guess you're watching the yeah. game, but like you're at work, being like, "Well, our day's delayed an hour, so we're definitely doing at least an hour longer than we should be." Yeah, so that happens every single day, right? But hey, you know, at least by not having this overlap, every game gets its own due. You know, lower division, upper division, doesn't matter. You want to watch some Dota? There's some Dota going. Wait, never mind. Because C can overlap with Europe and CIS, and Europe and CIS can overlap with NASA. So, like, there's not okay, but like, why exactly are are they allowed to overlap with each other? The regions are allowed to overlap with each other, but the individual games can't overlap at all. Uh, that doesn't quite make sense, but fine. You want to do no overlapping whatsoever. You got to make a way to be able to speed up the schedule. But they have these scheduled start times where even if, you know, like, okay, we're going an hour late, but we managed to make a really fast two-game series, we can actually, like, we're a half an hour before the next game starts. We can actually start that one a little early, right? That would be the ideal situation. Uh, so that way, if the last game goes... You know, or or this next series goes three games. It goes long. We'll still be able to start the last series of the day somewhat on time. But we we can't do that. So it's literally the worst of both worlds. Now, and, I, uh, I, I, I I don't know. I know that sense. this probably. If I'm thinking about all the people in the world that this is affecting the most, the answer is probably you. Is it mm-hmm. as bad for the viewers as it might be for like your time at work? Or I mean, is that's there, like, the thing. Benefit that... for the viewers, and it's like I, just I, you that's suffering. I don't think that there is a whole lot of benefit to the viewers to have this because the it's the thing is is that like I totally understand scheduled starting times, and like I think it does make sense if you weren't doing best of threes. Okay, you know the day before Secret OG starting at six p.m. Great. You're going to tune in at 6 p.m. You don't have to worry about being there, you know, what it starts earlier or something like that. You can be there at 6 p.m. If it happens to start later, well, at least you got there on time. And now you're just going to wait a half an hour for Secret versus OG. Yeah, it's like going to a concert, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty normal. But, like, um, I, I think that the... I mean, we'd have to do some sort of surveying, but like, I feel like the average viewer, the average esports viewer, is more harmed by or harmed, more more um, annoyed by the fact that we have these longer pauses for both sides of the story. Right? It's like uh, this one goes those long. If you tuned in to watch OG versus Secret 
and you're waiting on some lower division match, chances are you don't give a fuck. If you if you specifically tuned in for that series, like you don't give a fuck about the lower division match that's happening, right? Yeah, like most people don't. Yeah, you're right. I don't. And then on top of that, uh, if if that ends up um, the the people who care about the lower division match and we're actually like, yeah, I'll watch some Dota. Yeah, lower division, that sounds fun. And then are also very likely going to watch the next series. They're harmed by the fact that there's a half an hour break where they're just like, oh, well, there's they're not starting the next game yet? Like, okay, I guess I'll get up and go do something else for half an hour. And I think a lot of those viewers, like some of those viewers potentially don't come back. You know, and uh, and then on top of that, like the the worst possible situation is I'm hyped for the last series of the day. Nigma versus Secret. Ooh, that's going to be a good one. But first series win three games. Second series win three games. Third series win three games. The fourth series, and this is literally what happened and why people were complaining on Reddit, like, why is Dreamlink starting fucking Nigma versus, why is that starting at like midnight? <laughs> Well, at that point in time, like the whole entire concept of the schedule was I want to be able to tune into this match, so I'm going to check in at this time to watch that match. Well, when you are two hours late or three hours late of starting a game, you know, like normal people's lives means that they can no longer watch that series, you know? No, normal people just don't have like fucking six hours to be like, oh, I want to watch that one thing. Let me just cut off six hours of my day to make sure I catch it. Can I talk to you about a fringe case scenario here that's beneficial? Yeah. Say that you're someone who wants to watch primarily a single team in the EU DPC. Now, this mm -hmm. person doesn't live in Europe. They're actually in North America. <laughs> and even more so, that person is on the West Coast, which in theory would have like a nine-hour time gap for Europe. Mm -hmm. And you're thinking, mm -hmm. man, these games are starting at like seven in the morning, eight in the morning. Like, I'm on real gamer hours. I'm not waking up at that time. That's bullshit. How am I ever going to watch these games? I don't want to set an alarm to watch my team. Oh, mm -hmm. But wait a second, because the schedule is so consistently delayed, I can just tack on like an hour or 90 minutes to whenever the start time is going to be. And then suddenly there's this Dota that I really want to watch that's happening at like 10 in the morning, which is perfect waking up, starting work, getting coffee, getting in the groove. And there's a game going on. That is you know what, almost ideal. That actually highlights my my point even more because you are not a beneficiary, Joey. You are begun planning your schedule to watch this one series, which is entirely what this like set segment is. Is like, oh, people want to watch this series. This is the time you are already changing your schedule and saying, oh, I want to watch Liquid. It happens at this time. Well, I know it's going to be late, so I'll tune in an hour, ninety minutes later. But guess what, Joey? That doesn't happen consistently. One of these days. You're going to be like, you're going to wake up and you're going to be like, huh. Well, I'm already at the end of game two. Guess it was a 2-0. Secret bought the shit out of Liquid. I didn't see any of it. Because you know what? That was the one day we started on time. I think you're making a lot of assumptions here. 
Cap? So you can't plan. You this, can't plan. What you, is, like, what the whole entire idea of a schedule is for you to be able to plan, but because of the inconsistency of the schedule, <laughs> you can't plan. When did I ever say so this what, person was me? What, I was just so it was the, a hypothetical. Uh, sorry, the, hypo, the hypothetical Thank liquid you. fan in Thank California. You. It didn't even have to be liquid. Maybe I'm a, 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 maybe my roommate's a big Alliance fan. You don't know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, I like I, I. It's annoying to me. Like I, my day is fine. I, I don't care that much. I'm literally just sleeping, getting up, going to work, uh, and I'm fine with that because like I don't have anything else to do. So yeah. like I'm totally fine working all day every day. Uh, until I'm done, you know, I'm, I'm making money. I'm having a good time. The show's fun. Great. And the reason I'm annoyed is that it just doesn't seem to make very much sense to me. You know, like, um, if this whole entire idea was to, uh, make pretty much a, a better show of Dota, why not put some power into the people making that show? You know, like the uh, the showmakers probably know what makes a good show, you know, and like, you know, I, I, I totally get like if players, you know, they have a scheduled start time, then it said, you know, it starts a half an hour earlier or something like that. You know, they're not super happy. I get that. And there could probably be some sort of restrictions. A, a series can start only a half an hour sooner or you have to have some sort of heads up or something like that. But like. You know, we've been doing this for lands and esports for forever. We never have like a scheduled start time. This is when this match starts. We have scheduled start time. This is when the opening match starts, and we're going to keep the show going. You know, relatively quick as possible to to make sure there's constant flow of content. My first thought here, thinking about like a like a fix or maybe something I propose. Um, it's something that you actually touched on a little bit earlier. Is that Maybe it's a maybe best of twos or king here. Yeah. Maybe it's just as simple as getting because a lot of the schedule that's being a problem right now is you don't know what games are going to go to three games. And it looks like these leagues, especially ones like Europe, are are pretty competitive. And there's a lot of three game series going on. But if you have a two game series, you always know it's going to be two games of Dota. And you're right. Maybe maybe those two games of Dota take two and a half hours. Or maybe they just take one hour. There's still, like, that variance there, right? But at least you don't have mm-hmm. the variance of an entire plus or minus hour with a third game. Yeah. I think, um... Uh, I've, Kyle and I have talked about this. Kyle's going to write a blog post, so expect that to go up on Reddit at some point in time. But... Um, <laughs> The power of the he pen. he talked about this and I I agree like uh, best of twos if you did best of twos or a two game series then um, just run it back um, so just do that twice so that that way when a team faces off at week one day one uh, against secret three weeks later they're got a chance to face secret again you know um, that way there's also more matches. There, there's more matches, which I know is like some players have a problem with. They're literally playing like one or two officials a week. That's very low. Um, so that would give them more matches. Uh, that would obviously make for even more content, which is good, especially if you're only covering the upper division, um, like many tournament organizers are. Very few tournament organizers are doing anything with the lower division. Um, and then, you know, 
I don't know. I, I think there there are a lot of things that should probably be fixed. I also have uh, an idea that I don't believe seventh uh, and second should swap places when it comes to the DPC upper and lower. So right now it's bottom two and upper two swap places. I think bottom team, eighth team, and the first team in the lower division should swap. And should be guaranteed. But then I think you should have a match between the seventh best team versus the second best team. Because there, there's like, uh, I, I think if you get first, you deserve to go into the upper division. But if you get second, are you really better than the seventh best team? It's probably different for different regions, but I think almost universally, no. Yeah, I, I think uh, very, very likely. Give me a best it's of five like, for that too. Like, 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 make it. Maybe oh, yeah. potentially crazy. I think there's like, if I had to bet, I'd be like 75% of the time. I bet the seventh best team in the upper division is able to hold on to their spot. You know? So that, that would add some real weight into the difference between first and second and seventh and eighth, which right now, if you're uh, seventh and eighth, you don't really, um, you don't have anything to uh, to play for and the difference between the two. Uh, there's going to be forfeited matches. I know that's that's like 100% coming, I think, because uh, some teams are, whether because of roster locks uh, or because of dead rubber matches, they, they just are already out or don't care. So, you know, that's, that's going to happen, which is, I think, less likely to happen with best of twos. Well, and uh, actually, it's probably the same, but... With the seventh eight difference, there is at least something to play for. And then on top of that, you need to change the roster lock. That's actually the biggest problem there, is the roster lock. And the fact that uh, you you put together a squad, you put together a stack, you join an open qualifier thinking, hey, maybe we can actually make it in. Next thing you know, you've actually made it in. But it turns out your mid player is an asshole and nobody wants to play with them. Or, you know, he he hates everybody on the team and is demanding more money in order to keep playing. Because if he doesn't play, then you're fucked. So he's got all of you held to ransom. <laughs> those are real situations that are happening right now. <laughs> I'm excited for those blog posts. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think there's, there's just a lot of things that... Uh, probably need to be fixed uh both on the broadcasting side the playing side uh even just the tournament structure what i think is what we probably. talked about last time right it's like hey there's gonna be Switch problems around. there's gonna be problems that probably get fixed and iterated on but like and i don't think anything that's going on right now is too dire but i think that we're just shining a light on things that that aren't awesome and we just want to make them better yeah 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 what um... I, it, it just annoys me when things don't make sense, you know. I feel I think like that uh, things make sense on paper often, right? Like, like I feel like if you look at the league on paper, it can make sense until maybe you like put up. The ah! Ask any tournament organizer if you have set schedule times in a best of three in Dota, they're going to tell you that doesn't make sense. Any tournament organizer's like, ah, no, that doesn't make sense. Like, I didn't know that we were doing that schedule. I didn't know. Because um, cause while we we usually just, uh, you know, series goes late, that's fine. We start the next series whenever we can. Uh, but we're always getting it out, right? Yeah. 
But when you can't start uh, a, 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 you can't start because of some sort of schedule block uh, because, you know, this next series cannot start. Then that means there's no way to make the days like manageable in, in any way. So uh, it's just, we've never done that in Dota, you know, any Dota tournament organizer will tell you like, no, we can't do that. I've had tournament organizers try and like st- stick to a schedule and it's hilarious how often it fails. Yeah. And then it just all goes back to the game variants. Yeah. 20 minute so. game or one hour game. You, you can't really compare. I think the idea of, of doing a, a best of two or even a best of one double round Robin, which is much more akin to what the current, the current um, LCS format is and an LAC format is might be interesting to look to. I really wonder how much people studied other leagues, be it like league or overwatch or call of duty or something that's been a little bit more, finalized or if if people are like ah oh, fuck that we'll just make our own stuff because it seems like well, I mean, if, they, if they did they would know that they those those leagues do uh two game series or best at once correct but i I'm think pretty, that i'm pretty sure all of those leagues do that they so. do and i think that in dota we're so pretentious about everything needing to be a best of three uh-huh. because like ah you know what the best team has to win 95% of the time. If Secret doesn't win their games, it's bullshit because they're the best team and they only lost because they're playing a stupid best of one. I There's part of me that agrees with that. I understand where that logic comes from. But also, it's exciting when Secret loses or the Patriots lose or the Lakers lose because those games are best of ones, right? Yeah. I agree. I think um, I think there's no problem. I, I think it's like uh, a little unfair that like a team's chances of making the majors um, can come down to literally just schedule. They run into secret on like the very first day. Five weeks later, they're a very different team. Um, but you know, they 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 had to face secret on the first day, or they had to face some other like a opponent that they could have beaten later on, but didn't get a chance to, to really be able to prove it. But, you know, that's kind of whatever. I, I just think that, like, again, the best of three thing doesn't make sense if you studied other leagues or if you talk to Dota tournament organizers. And then I think the roster thing doesn't make sense. The roster locks don't make sense if you talk to any players. I don't, like, originally there was supposed to be that you could have infinite stand-ins. I believe, you, I, I believe it was, like, you could have a stand-in, like, every single game. But then they lower that to four. So that, that makes the roster lock situation a lot less feasible. Like you can only uh, just stand in four times over the season? Yeah. And I, I know some teams that are already on the, the like, they've already burned through like three series of standards. One, one team in the lower division has a professional football player. He plays in, uh, in Greece. And uh, so he wasn't, he's been boot camping with his team and he wasn't able to make the first three series. So they had a stand in, I think, almost every single time. He later showed up, like one of the series, he showed up for like game two and three, but like still, they still had a stand in for one of the games. So I assume that means that it affects them. So yeah, they're, they're like, you know, I hope nobody gets sick. I hope, I hope he doesn't have more football things come up because like they may just end up having to forfeit matches. I want to hear that dude's story. That, oh, guy, yeah. that guy has to be, like, high-functioning and just, like, better genetics than everyone. 
Yeah. He's like a semi-pro yeah, Dota player and a professional soccer player. Like, Jesus. He's good, too. He makes the team way better. Like, game one, they sucked ass. Game two and three, they owned because um, you could tell he's doing shot calling. So he's calling rotations, and he's making good plays. So, you know, that guy's just a god. Some people are just born better, I guess. Yeah. Absolutely. Man, um... Okay, I, I I think we got all I think we got all the DPC complaints out. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if it's it's just to call them complaints. I guess they're complaints. They're technically complaints. We're sitting here complaining. I mean, I've got more of them, but like some of them aren't for broadcast. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm I, I'm just thinking, how could I how could I put a bow on this so you can do whatever you have to do before you go to work, and I can get back to taking this shirt off and laying in bed. Um. There's other stuff that happened. I think we can kick yeah. it down the road until later. I'm interested to talk about how people are responding to Overwatch. I see a really mixed bag about it. I kind of just want to log into Dota and just 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 bop some fools on the head with the system. That seems like fun to me. But um, I haven't got to touch it yet, so I can't really comment yeah. on it. Same. Uh, I think a lot of people haven't been. Um, they they said they would expand the Overwatch system over time. Um, and nobody here anyway has, uh, gotten into the system yet. So. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I should even check it. I don't even know if I am or not. Like I might be speaking out of turn, but I really want to be. Yeah. Everybody wants to be. That it's just feels fun. like good content. Like I can, I, I think purge tweeted about it, but I, but the idea of just like watching purge, just like review replays for hours. Yeah. We, <laughs> seems uh, fun. we, we brought up the uh, the system on panel, and uh, we came up with the the idea of Caps Court. So at some point in time, we're probably gonna have a red button segment where I wear a uh, one of those big old fucking wigs and uh, a judge's gown, and I judge some people on their fucking Overwatch games. I wonder how hard it is to get. Uh... Like like a very stereotypical U.S. wig, and then also a gavel in the middle of Sweden. At a moment's yeah. noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're talking about. We'll we'll see if we can make it happen or not. But I mean, first of all, we have to get people into the Overwatch system. <laughs> Nobody here has gotten into it yet. So part of uh, part of the benefit of working in film production in Los Angeles is that. Um, you can buy basically anything in the world within an hour and a half drive. Mm-hmm. And when I think about doing stuff like that, you know, in Stockholm, which is a major European city, I'm still like, can I really find a gavel? <laughs> and I don't know. <laughs> I can take you three places in LA to go get a gavel or like two days from Amazon, but, but, but to go grab one in Sweden. Listen, worst comes to worst. We use an actual hammer. <laughs> if you do not have someone on the dream league staff who is not actively making a parody judge judy intro right now fucking fire them (laughs) fire them get out we'll see well we'll see what happens we talked about it dream league's usually pretty good at running with uh content when we come up with stuff so they're one of the better tournament organizers at that. So them and Omega League, probably the two best tournament organizers at taking uh, content that is made up 
on on the fly and running with it and creating something out of it. Yeah. It's also good when you have talent who can, you know, cope with creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, we've got more talent today because I, I feel like the show, the show was getting stale. You know, I was just coming in every day. Um, and with the breaks added on top, it's, we're just running out of filler stuff to say. So You can only cut people people's hair once. Show, yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know how many more red button segments they have, but honestly, every single time they have a red button, I'm, I'm actually thankful. I'm like, oh, thank God. Something to, like, make things happen because there's only so much that we can do in a limited group. Like, with a small number of people, and the more often you're on camera, the, the worse you're going to do. Because you just run out of funny things to say or good analysis or something. You just end up saying the same things over and over again. And uh, obviously, if you say something a second or third time, it's not as good as the first, uh, no matter how good you try and perform. So uh, it's it's good to have more people on because that just increases the dynamic that can happen, you know. Now, when I talk to Robson, I'll come up with different ideas uh, about just various things. When, uh, you know, you should just give DreamHack my number and be like, hey, you want some red button segment ideas? I got you, fam. <laughs> I really should. Let's <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Once, they, uh, once I feel like their content is getting uh, meh, but so far all the red buttons have been fine to me. The first time I saw it, I was definitely skeptical. I'm like, this is a very contrived way to try and inject fun into something. Yes. I, 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 which, which, which is exactly what it is. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. yes, it is. And and the first time that I saw Sheev pull it out, I'm like, oh, this is gonna go really poorly. Which is which is bad on me that I should that shouldn't be my base assumption. Uh, but 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 y'all are y'all are winning me over so. Uh, Dream League, I mean, Dream League has done really good things with the red button and really bad things with the red button. And, and it usually, from my experience in working on Dream League shows, which I haven't worked on all of them, uh, but in my experience, it's just the longer the season goes, they've only planned out five or six red button segments by the, at the start of the season. Oh, no. You know? <laughs> and then they get a few more figured out along the way. But like the last half are usually not good <laughs> because you know you've just run out of ideas. They've had some really bad red button segments as a result, really bad ones. Okay, well, again, just give them my number. In fact, they have the racist one. I think <laughs> I think one of them. There was like Trump was saying China, and they just kept doing that over and over again. That was the bit. I do remember that. I'm sure that that made more sense to. I don't know. I I, I can't even defend. That. Yeah. <laughs> so you know when you're when you're stretching for ideas, it uh, it doesn't go so well. But I've enjoyed all of them so far. Um. What are what what's your game to to watch today? It'll probably be over by the time. What, I don't know what, what, you, what you don't even. Okay. Well, never mind. I don't know. What I'll cut that out. There. No, you know, feel free to leave it in. Yeah, like if people think that 
I study these men like day day in day out. Like I'm doing like three to four. Like I'm covering anywhere from one to four series a day. Actually, I think we only do three ever, but there's a four series I'm usually watching at the start of the day. Um, it's like I don't I don't prep at all the night before. I do all my prep because we get in there so early at the studio for everyone to do makeup and stuff that. I'm doing all my prep an hour or two beforehand. So I roll up in the studio. I legitimately have no idea who's playing that day. Half the time, I don't even know what region I'm covering. <laughs> I'm just like, what are we doing today? Let me go on to Liquipedia. And then that's when I do all my research. That actually sounds like a healthy work balance that you don't have to like, you know, do a bunch of work off clock hours when you're at home yes. trying to prep. Like that, that probably helps keep you sane in some subtle way. Yeah, honestly, when it comes to these longer things, it's uh, it's all about mental um, sanity and just like making sure you feel good every day. You know, uh, this is you know doing this podcast is going to make me feel good for the rest of the day, and that's you know, well, you know, you don't have to be that get nice me out of my that's <laughs> you know, fine. Get me out of my it's funk. Fine. I'll go into the studio feeling good. Like that. That is the most underrated thing. I think is literally just making sure that you have a good enough balance that every day you show up to work, you're feeling good. Cause if you don't feel good, then you're not going to perform well when the camera's on. And so, you know, I'll put that on a t-shirt for you. Make that the yeah. quote for the episode. Hey everybody yeah. this week, just going to work feeling a little bit better. And that's it. <laughs> um, my friend, I'm going to uh, leave you because I am very tired. Okay. And also, we somehow managed to pull an hour out of our ass. Maybe a little less nice. than I cut it down. We somehow managed to pull an hour out of our hour out of our ass. Um, Forty minutes of me bitterly complaining. <laughs> yeah, I really should have told the mushroom story better. Uh, sorry, mom. Uh, the thing is, <laughs> is that. Um, we're trying I, I know that we missed last week we're trying to get into a cadence that makes sense while cap is across the world and that might cause some snafus based on both of our schedules but um i will be making the effort to be in better communication so everyone knows including you listening so uh check us out on twitter if you don't see the show on tuesdays we'll probably explain what's going on um, I'm not escaping to try and do psychedelics anymore. Um, Austin has, has a bunch of red buttons to go press and shows to go do. Do you, is, is it weird to, to, to cast with, with the giant person on the screen behind you? Like, like how's that been? Is there, is there any delay in that? Or like, um, is it weird not having worse. the person by you? It's much worse paneling. Paneling is very much an in-person thing because there's no, there's natural, very subtle cues about who's going to talk next that happens on panel. Even when you're like the camera's on you, it's not like you're waving to be me, me, I'm going to talk next. Like, uh, obviously that's not the case, but there's still just very natural, even just like, even off camera, you know, like when you're a group, there are natural things that people do to give the signal that they they want to speak uh and, and having someone uh remote 
removes that entirely. So um, it, it is actually way more awkward there. Casting is a natural back and forth, so it's very easy, right? Even if there's a delay, uh, it doesn't matter so much because I hit the ball, and I know you're going to hit the ball back, you know? Some cues if you want to take this conversation to your to your personal life. Um I and I th- and I, I know Cap does this too. Sometimes we'll, we'll we'll make like a really small clicking noise before they start talking, which uh-huh. is like not great if you're right in front of a microphone. But like if, no. if you if you pay attention, you can definitely hear sometimes, like 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 just yeah. a little bit. Big inhales like that generally a sign someone wants to start talking. Um, mm-hmm. Starting to motion with your hands like you want to make a point, not like waving going crazy, but just just like even bringing your hands up. I do I do the finger all the time to like to let Cheever know that like don't wrap up the show yet. I've got I'm I've got a funny thing to say to bounce off of what was just said. Yeah. Um. So so, so those are one. Of the, there's, there's a lot of nonverbal cues that people will start talking. You only, and everyone has their own fun idiosyncratic ones too. Um. Mm-hmm. See see if you can pick them up. Ask a friend. Talk to your roommate. See your mom. I don't know. Everyone does it. It's very interesting. Yeah, I, I didn't even think about that. Paneling must be must be difficult. Oh, with 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 one remote guest, some fun talking over each other. Um, but we'll stop talking over each other. We will uh uh probably most likely almost certainly be back next week. Cap's got some games to go cover for some regions in Europe. I got some Sunday to figure out. And um, maybe next week I'll I'll tell you about how I'm becoming very self conscious that my hair's thinning. Oh dear! You can see, Time for that Rogaine, Joey. Look, dude, look! Can you, can see that? can you see that? You can see it on the camera right now, right? Like that's like. A, that's... Just go bald like me, Joey. I would not look as good as you do. I'd have to drop like twenty pounds. Mm. Maybe thirty. <laughs> <laughs> 